We hope you enjoy listening to this podcast of St. Louis on the Air, brought to you by University College at Washington University. With undergraduate and graduate programs, part-time, evening, and online. University College at Washington University, offering world-class education within reach. Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Don Marsh. A lot of people literally go the extra mile during the holiday season and go all out with home decorations inside and out. We're focusing on the outside in this segment. A local woman and her nephew have taken a family tradition and turned it into a seasonal community service. They can help you find the best home holiday decorations in the region. They've done all the work. All you have to do is follow their directions on their user-friendly website, appropriately called HolidayLightHopping.com. It's the brainchild of Laura Thake, and she joins me in studio. A little later, we'll talk with one of the homeowners Laura features on her site. Great to have you. Thank you. It's my pleasure. What a terrific idea. Thanks. How did it all get started? Well, this is something I did as a kid with my parents, and I started taking my nephews and nieces out, and it just kind of stuck with us. And we had a short list, and we wanted more. We wanted to find out how do people discover new places to go see houses, and we created a website, and now people send them to us, and we go check them out. We're not talking about Our Lady of the Snows or Tillis Park or places like that. Correct. These are homes, sometimes individual homes in a neighborhood, sometimes a block-long display. How many homes do you have uh, mapped out? Right now I have 120 on my map, and it grows nightly. So there's usually two or three added every couple of days. How do you go about finding these places? Well, mostly people use my website to submit their own house, and that is a that's the best way to go because then I know they've given me permission to share their own address because I won't share a house unless the homeowner mm-hmm. says it's fine with them. So they'll submit their house, they tell me a little bit about the display, and we make a little list of, you know, we'll try to get three or four in an area, St. Charles, Arnold, wherever we need to go. want to make our trip worthwhile, so we'll have two or three saved up and then we'll head out. Your standards are very high. I, I can see uh, from your website, but I also know that you have want to maintain that. Yes, definitely. We want people to be wowed. What do you look for? I look for lights that start at the top of the roof line and go down to the gutters and around the windows and come all the way out to the curb, sometimes the mailbox. But a lot of people light the sidewalk, the driveway, and then basically no dark spaces. Mm-hmm. We like it full. Were you inspired at all by a Christmas Vacation? The of movie? course. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. How, how about sound? Um, some people have, have bought airspace and they have a radio station that you can tune into and then others play music loud enough for you to hear if you roll down your window so you can sit warm in your car and just listen to their music. goes both ways. Some of your, your treks are, are pretty long. <laughs> I mean, really, you can, you yes. can spend a lot of time in the car doing we this. We do, yeah, yeah. yeah. Last year, Such I think, as. well, our total last year was 1,300 miles, but this year we've done a few nights that were 90 miles round trip. Um, I think Forestell was our furthest distance so far. Edwardsville is pretty far out there. We've got a, a little group in Washington, Missouri. We're going to go see. If it's not raining tonight, we'll go out tonight. Yeah. Homeowners are generally pretty cooperative and don't mind your, your coming through and putting them on, literally putting them on the map? Oh, they love it. They love it because a lot of these houses don't get found unless you live in that neighborhood. They're 
pretty far back into a neighborhood in a cul-de-sac. They're kind of hidden gems. And they say they want, I mean, they're doing this to have an audience. They want to spread Christmas cheer. And so they love that there's a place people can find them. And a lot of them are, are traditional de- decorations. That is handed down perhaps from generation to generation. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Yeah. I hear that a lot. And I understand also, Laura, that you uh, are, are very keen on the privacy of these folks. Uh, you don't just put right. them on the map without their knowing. Right. I do. <clears throat> I I make sure it's okay with them. I don't put their name. It's just their address. I have their contact information if I need it, but I don't do anything with that list. Yeah. Well, we're going to bring in one of those homeowners now, someone Great. who is on your list. You know Ryan Bertowski? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Ryan is joining us from O'Fallon, Missouri. Ryan, are you with us? I am. Thank you. Well, th- tell us about your particular decoration, your home. What does it look like? Uh, well, it's uh, more traditional. Um, I have... Roughly, I think right now this year, probably 90 to 100 uh, plastic blow molds. Um, that's generally what I do. Uh, they have been handed down uh, through generations. I think my grandpa started the decorating back in the, I don't know, mid-50s, late-50s, early-60s, somewhere around there. Uh, my dad, he started uh, decorating in the, the mid-70s when, when they purchased the house, and uh, I've been doing it since probably I could I could walk and uh, inherited all my grandfather's stuff uh, slowly but surely started getting some of my dad's stuff and it kind of blew up from there. How, how many pieces would you have and overall would you say? Uh, overall in my collection, I bet I probably have I don't know maybe 175, maybe close to 200. Uh, a lot of the stuff that was my grandfather's over the years, uh, with it being plastic, has kind of deteriorated, cracked. Uh, I have a little retired section up in the attic where I just keep those, and they're just going to stay up there until until they're no more. Uh, but, yeah, I guess probably about 175 to maybe 200. How long does it take you to set it up? Uh, well, usually the whole month of November. Uh, I got my 10-year-old son, Caden, I got him doing it now with me. Uh, We generally start uh, November 1st uh, with the big push being uh, Thanksgiving weekend to try to have everything on uh, by the 1st of December. So you've already got the fourth generation uh, hooked in on this whole thing, right? I I hope I do. I hope I do. I I think so. He's a lot like I was as a kid, real sentimental about stuff. Uh, That's exactly how I am. Uh, and, and hopefully uh, I can get him hooked. I, I got a nine-year-old daughter, Bryn. I can get her hooked. And then I got a two-year-old son, Cooper. I hope <laughs> I can get all of them hooked. That, that's my goal. Laura, is this, uh, is this gentleman fairly typical, would you say? Yes, definitely. Really? Yeah. You see a lot of kids uh, becoming involved, too? I mean, mm-hmm. you, you wouldn't see them at night necessarily, but you do know that they are involved. O- often they'll come out because yeah. my car has lights on it, Christmas lights on it. So they'll see my car out in front and somebody will come out and then everybody comes out. And I hear their stories. Well, I understand your home is not decorated. Not so much. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that in a moment. <laughs> I want to go go back to Ryan. Ryan, what do the neighbors think about uh, this? And and I assume a lot of traffic is generated because of it. Uh, actually, uh, this year I, I, I have moved. I, I was in Florissant uh, for for eleven years. Uh, I moved just recently moved out to O'Fallon. So. Uh, the neighbors, I don't think they quite understand just yet. Uh, while I was moving in, I was truckloads and truckloads of blow molds and stuff like that. They were probably wondering what the heck was going on. Uh, but in my old neighborhood, uh, I had a good buddy across the street. He put up just as many lights as I did. 
uh, if not maybe a little bit more, and, and it was more of a, a whole neighborhood uh, uh, participation in, in putting up the lights. But you didn't move because you had to be <laughs> because of all of this, did you? No, no. I, we moved for other reasons, uh, uh, school being one of them. But uh, it's funny, when I did move, one of the criteria of the house that I told the real estate agent is I have to have a house that can fit all my Christmas lights. And, and she kind of looked at me and, and looked at my wife and, and thought, is, is this guy serious? And, and my wife was like, yeah, he's he's pretty serious. So if there was a yard, it could have been a beautiful house. But if the yard wasn't big enough for my lights, I wanted nothing to do with it. Laura, you just gave a thumbs up when he was talking about the, the, the neighbors getting into this. So. Yeah, his old neighbor, they were across the street from each other, and their lights kind of created a tunnel effect between the two houses. It was spectacular. Really? Yeah. Ryan, what uh, what has this done to your electric bill? <laughs> uh, to be honest with you, I, I, I couldn't even tell you. Uh, right now I'm running all incandescent lights, uh, so I, I'm, I'm sure it, obviously it goes up. Uh, I don't pay any attention to it. I, I know my wife probably does, uh, but me, it's just uh, just the the cost of war for me. You know, it's it, it is what it is. It, it's one month a year. Uh, I could choke down a, a little bit larger electric bill for for something that I that I love to do. Well, it sounds great, and I've seen pictures of it on Laura's site, and it is. It is quite spectacular, very tasteful, I might say, as well, at least to, for, for my taste, as most uh, of them are. Brian? I appreciate that, and, and I could probably attribute that to, to my dad and, and my grandpa. They both had very tasteful uh, displays, uh, certain things at certain spots, and, and that's just where they went. Well, we're going to put a link to Laura's website on our website so folks can take a look and come out and see uh, what you've done in person. Ryan Bertowski, thank you so much uh, for being with us, and have a Merry Christmas. Oh, thanks for having me. I enjoyed it, and uh, Merry Christmas to you. Thanks, Ryan. Uh, thanks, Laura. I appreciate it. Laura, let's get back to exact what, exactly what people can do with regard to your website and how that works. Sure. Well, there's a couple of ways you can navigate and find houses. Um, we have a map that shows pins where every house is, but that can be a little overwhelming. This year we created something called Routes. There's a special tab for that, and I have 10 routes pre-planned, and they'll tell you if you're in South County, this route will take you an hour and 15 minutes of driving, covering, I'm not even sure, 16 miles or so, and there's 10 of those all over the St. Louis mm. County and city. So you can go through and take a route. You can look at the map and say, okay, we live in Webster Groves. Where's a house? Are there any near us? Um, or you can use, there's a new thing I did where I've given everything a category. So you can choose a municipality. Or you can say, I like trains. Where are the ones with trains or the ones with inflatables? There's a lot of different categories to pick from. So people do have a pretty good, a good idea before they set out what they're likely to see along Definitely. the way. Definitely. And I, there's photos of each house, so they can choose which one they want to see. Right. What kind of trends have you seen develop uh, over the years or changes? You, ha you haven't been at it that long, but you've been aware of what's been going on I'm for learning a, long a lot. Yeah. 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 I didn't know what the term blow mold meant until last year I found that one out. It's those, what, what does it mean? It's those hard plastic um, figures. You can Nativity scenes are usually the most popular, mm. but there's hundreds of snowmen and candles and everything under the sun with blow molds. The inflatables are the other big thing. Um, they take up a lot of space, so you don't have a lot of dark spots if you buy inflatables. But um, as far as trends go, I think everyone's getting into lighting mm -hmm. their gutters and roof lines, and it looks very professional and beautiful. It's got a glow to it. Um, 
It's just, it's just, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. It is what it is. Is there a best ever? I mean, you've seen a lot of these places. Is there one that don't is, make me pick? <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't have to pick a, a a person. Just kind of describe some of the most sensational kinds of things that you've seen. There's a few that you drive through, and yeah. that's unusual for someone <clears throat> to have enough property for you to drive through their property and see just one homeowner's lights. There's one of those is in Wildwood. I'm thinking of. Um, Oh, there's some of the ones I like are real elegant and simple and tasteful, and then there's some that are complete Clark Griswold blowouts. Uh-huh. That I know families with kids want to see those. Kids love that kind of you know full display. Is there a favorite color that uh, shows up more often than others? Red and white, definitely. Really? Yeah, I like a house of blue lights, but red and white is the most common. When do you get started uh, with your uh, scouting expeditions? Um, we actually start in October because Halloween's become a big deal in St. Louis. So I've probably got 25 Halloween houses. Oh, I didn't realize that you had uh, yeah. Halloween w- working into the mix, Right. Too. It moves up on the – I move it to the front of the list in that month. Yeah. So for right now, all you're seeing is Christmas because there's no Halloween lights out. But we do October for Halloween, and then it kind of quiets down in November, and then by Thanksgiving, that weekend of Thanksgiving is when we start. Is your nephew still involved with you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What What is his role? Well, I need somebody to navigate <laughs> <laughs> and help me form opinions. Um, a lot of times my husband goes with me, too. He's he's a good guy, and he'll, he'll go out and watch my back and make sure while I'm setting up a tripod in the middle of the street, there's no cars coming and... You know, he pays attention to things that I'm not paying attention to. So you're the one that takes the pictures. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me go back to Halloween for just a second here. Uh, how has that changed in the time that you've been doing it? Oh what, what are you seeing at Halloween? People are so creative at Halloween. They they make a lot of their Halloween displays. And it's everything from somebody had a grave breather in Kirkwood, Missouri last year. I had a, never a what? grave breather. It was a grave in the ground that sort of – Raised and lowered like something was breathing underneath the ground. That was amazing. Very creative. The Halloween people are real different. Most of them don't do Christmas. They just do Halloween. Um, but, yeah, really fun stuff. They're they're more creative than the Christmas people? They're more into the handmade. Huh. Yeah. There's not as much in the stores for Halloween people, so they, they have to get creative and start forming things. Only a few seconds left. Anything else you would like people to know about what you're doing before we say goodbye? No, just submit some houses to me. We're ready for more. Even now? Even at this late stage? Yeah. The biggest week is probably between Christmas and New Year's when people have the kids home and they want something to do. So, yeah. How quickly can you uh, get it up there on the site? (laughs) It takes me about 24 hours. Oh, well, you've got plenty of time. Yeah. Laura Thake, it sounds great. The website is great. The pictures are great. And uh, it's a Real neat thing to do this time of year. I appreciate it. And now we know about Halloween as well. Yeah. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. Laura, thank everybody. And we'll have a link to our website on ours at stlpublicradio.org. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU.